welcome to the SK Strength Show, where I try to help you make sense of all things health, fitness, and performance. This podcast is for people who want their exercise and nutrition choices to enhance their life, not consume it. If you're looking for coaching, then you can inquire through the link in the description or by heading to SK Strength on either Facebook or Instagram. So, hope you enjoy this episode and we'll get right into it. Hello everybody, back again, seeing as I missed last week, which wasn't intentional, I just kept pushing this back over and over and over again, and actually I'm not even going to talk about the thing I was going to talk about last week, which is the rest of the 11 lessons, um, because I don't want to do that right now, I've got a different thing I want to talk about, but I am going to do that one, uh, maybe next, we'll see. Um But what I was going to talk about today is lacking time to exercise and how a few tips to kind of get around that um, and just generally waffle on about time a little bit. Um, I'm kind of lacking time myself for for work and stuff at the moment. Well, I say that. Um, I definitely have time, but... uh, it's then more about scheduling things around. So what I'm doing right now, um, while I can't be bothered to do another task, is I'm going to sit here and talk about this instead. So this is a bonus tip before the actual tips I get to about taking opportunities as they arise. Um, I've got a little window of time where I can record this. It's not maybe the ideal time that I would be doing it. For example... I'm definitely not going to clip any of this up to use on social media because um, I'm kind of just slouched on the sofa. Um, But I can still get a good audio talking thing for you. So lacking time to exercise. So lacking time is probably one of the most common barriers uh, to people participating in physical activity or just generally um, making changes in their life, whether that's to do with nutrition or or exercise. Um, I mean, it's definitely one of the ones that people cite most often prior to consults, um, like on my, my pre-consult form. I'm sure that's one of the highest, uh, most frequently selected ones. And while you might hear from from some other fitnessy people or like you might see motivational videos of like we've all got the same 24 hours and like there's no excuses just put your head down and just do it or quit your job and leave your family so that you've got time to exercise and and eat healthily and do all of this and do 40,000 steps a day um this if you know me at all uh won't come as a surprise to you but this is not going to be that type of podcast if you want that type of thing uh i don't know where to suggest that you go but it's definitely not here um because the reality is that your 24 hours are completely different to mine and mine are completely different to the lady down the road let's call her janet and janet's are completely different to 
David uh, in another town, and his are completely different to. You get the idea. I'm not going to keep listing uh, listing different people. Um, and that is the reality of life: is that we've all got different demands and pressures on our time, and just because one person is able to commit to a certain amount of exercise doesn't mean that's going to be a realistic amount for you to commit to or or anything like that. However, what I will say is that often people that say they are lacking a lot of time when they before they sign up with me, it's amazing how much time they start to be able to find once they kind of get into it and start really enjoying exercising more. Like sometimes it's not always a case of time, you know, sometimes um, particularly if you're not confident to get into the gym or to do whatever exercise you want, when, when you're feeling like that, you know, actually even getting in for a half an hour gym session might actually take you like an hour and a half because you're trying to psych yourself up and then you're faffing around and all of this and then all of a sudden you've got barely any time. Um, when actually then when you start to get confident and you get into a bit of a routine, you can, when you stop thinking about it so much, you you can take advantage of that little 40-minute break in your day or your evening that you've got. Um, whereas if you've got to take half an hour to psych yourself up to go every time, then it's no wonder that you're lacking time. Um and in particular, at the minute with Christmas rapidly approaching, sorry to mention Christmas in November, but I mean, you know, we're just entering the second half of November, so I don't think it's unreasonable to be thinking of that. But anyway, with Christmas approaching, lots of you will probably find that you have your diary much more full of social events, um, general preparations for Christmas um, particularly if you're someone that has kids as well a um, lot more Christmassy things going on for them as well just you just have more stuff going on um, so that obviously comes with its own challenges on your time for to be able to exercise so if you were already struggling to find the time then coming to Christmas, I can imagine it feels like it's basically impossible to to get any exercise in and to to do more, um, which I would say it's most likely not impossible. And so here are some ways that you can get around lacking time and still get something done. So um, this first tip is just, I think, just probably a good tip not even just for getting more exercise done but just for being more efficient in life and getting more out of life but putting your phone away um i think is a really really important one now if you've ever seen me in the gym then you probably think this is quite hypocritical of me um because i will be on my phone in the gym quite a lot in between sets and stuff like that but uh i intentionally give myself a lot of time to train and I don't really mind resting a little bit longer and being on my phone if I am in a time crunch then I might put my phone away 
and this isn't about me, so it's fine. But it's, I do still end up sometimes getting to that point where you're, you know, you're mindlessly scrolling Instagram or you're replying to texts or emails or something. Then I realize, God, I've wasted five minutes in between these two sets that I didn't need to. I could have gone gone again after two or whatever. And on the odd occasion, that's fine. But then if you do that a few, quite a few times, before you know it, your gym session is taking you an hour when it should have taken 45 minutes. And it's then also no surprise that you feel like you've got no time because actually the session you're doing could be condensed down into a shorter time if you were just a bit more focused on it. So a very simple solution is just lock your phone away in the locker and track your training like on a written down logbook or something like that. Um, And depending how badly you're glued to your phone, um, you'd be surprised how much time you can end up saving. Uh, It depends kind of how you're wired in terms of whether you tend to rest a lot between sets or you tend to get bored and want to go off straight away um, with how much of an effect that'll have. Um, But it's definitely a good one to try. And like I said, not only will this save you time, but it'll also make you focus more and be a bit more present with your exercise. Um, And it will probably make you perform better, um, you know, perform the exercises you're doing a bit better. And actually in that, you know, over the long term, then achieve better results, you know, build more muscle or that sort of stuff because you're not distracting yourself with your phone. And I actually saw a, what was it? There was a study about um, the mental fatigue from scrolling social media prior to training and how it had a negative impact. And for the life of me, I can't remember what it actually said. This is such good content as well. Um, anyway, I won't, I won't uh, try and remember that anymore. Um, but it's kind of the same way that being more mindful and present with your eating can help you be more in tune with your body, your hunger cues, your fullness, that sort of thing. You'll be more in tune with how your body feels during exercise if you are not on your phone quite as much, and it'll save you time. Um, so the second tip I've got is using time-saving training techniques such as supersets so supersets is the most common one there are some other ones um that i've actually done a whole podcast on so you can go back and listen to i'm gonna take a stab at what episode it is i'm gonna say it is episode let's go 14 i'm gonna literally look it up right now oh no it's not which one is it? Uh, 17, episode 17. So if you want a bit more detail on some time-saving training techniques, then go back and listen to episode 17. But I'm going to quickly go over supersets, which is probably the one that I would use because it's the simplest and um, you can get more different exercises done. So two exercises paired back-to-back. So rather than doing a set, resting, doing a set, resting. You're doing a set of exercise A, straight into a set of exercise B, then resting, and then repeating that. So this can save you time in your sessions without 
adversely affecting your training or do, making you have to do any less. So if you think in an hour session, you can fit in six exercises, for example, if you pair those exercises up, maybe you can get through in, you know, it doesn't always work out as completely half the time, but maybe you can get through it in like 40 minutes, 30 to 40 minutes instead. But you've still done all of those exercises. And if you've paired them up cleverly and um, in a way that makes sense, you actually probably won't have um, diminished the, 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 the training effect you're getting from those exercises. Because, for example, if you were to pair up so quite often I'll do antagonistic or opposing muscle groups such as chest and back which means that there's basically not any overlap muscularly between the two exercises so for example you could do a dumbbell bench press and superset it with a dumbbell row and you know dumbbell bench press working chest shoulders triceps dumbbell row is working lats upper back and a little bit of bicep so there's no muscular um overlap there you're literally doing two opposite motions you're doing a push and a pull so that's one example um a few other ways you can pair it up is you could do a lower exercise and an upper exercise so maybe you do a goblet squat and an overhead press or something like that um you could do a main exercise and a core exercise. So you could do like a squat and a plank or and a rope cable crunch or, you know, literally whatever it is because you would do the main exercise first, say that's a squat or a deadlift, big heavy exercise, but then dropping down to do, depending on your strength and fitness level, a 30 second plank isn't going to be too affected by the fact that you just did squats first. And then the other option is to do a main lift with an accessory lift. So, um, well, uh, like an isolation lift using a different um, muscle group. So, for example, a bench press and a biceps curl. Because your biceps are not involved in the bench press really in any meaningful way. So you can pair those two up without either of them being... um, negatively impacted by the other and even if they are negative in these cases if they are negatively impacted because you're not uh, particularly fit at the moment or you are just very new to it and you you know you you've you've struggled to push yourself on both of them that's fine because you're probably you'll a you'll get used to it and b you're probably still not diminishing the effect enough to you know negate the fact that you've done double the amount of exercises so that is another way i would save time in the gym like i said if you want to hear about a couple of other methods then go back and listen to episode 17 where i go through those in a fair bit of detail actually can't remember how much detail i go into but i'm sure it's a lot um and then number three is push your exercise to a higher intensity. So if you've got very limited time to train, then it's important to make the exercises that you do have time for count. Because yes, we can get lots of really good performance and health and 
aesthetic benefits from longer duration exercise so like whether you know easiest way to think of this is in like a cardio sense like the difference between doing a 45 minute steady state low intensity cycle or doing sprints you know they give different adaptations they're not necessarily the same um but if we're thinking about like kind of our health and um exercising to if you're trying to lose body fat or something like that where actually you know we're not necessarily selecting for specific fitness adaptations we're basically just trying to get in as much exercise as we can to be healthy and to to help support us with with our goals um if you look at sort of the nhs guidelines it's uh can't remember what the guidelines are again something i should have looked at beforehand but essentially what i'm getting at is the guidelines for vigorous intensity exercise compared to moderate intensity exercise the vigorous one obviously you need less of than the moderate one so it makes sense that if you don't have a lot of time to get some higher intensity exercise done and there's actually a lot of research coming out on what they're calling exercise snacks um and the benefits of getting a lot of short high intensity exercise done throughout the day as opposed to having a you know one session at the end of the day and in its most basic form one way you could do that would be which is something i've told uh, i've got a client to do before is uh you know if you're working from home and you're physically capable of doing push-ups you set a an alarm to go off every hour and do one set of push-ups and to you know as many as you can do or you know up to an eight or nine out of ten difficult or something like that and that's literally your exercise for that hour um and there's been sure there's been some research that again i can't uh fully quote because i <laughs> can't, can't remember it i need to uh prepare for these a little more so that I can quote some proper science at you um but showing very similar health benefits um between those two things so having this these exercise snacks throughout the day um in comparison to having uh, a full proper session at the end of the day that doesn't seem to be a massive amount of difference obviously if we're training for a specific goal performance wise or something like that then this changes but if we're talking about health and what most people are training for um or at least most people that will be listening to me um is usually to do with your body composition and or your health so that is where these can definitely be of use um and if we're talk, talking about it from a weight training perspective, so for example, if you were to have only 30 minutes to train as opposed to an hour or 20 minutes or something like that, then what I would want you to do is push your sets closer to failure. So rather than leaving a couple, two or three reps in the tank, maybe you literally leave one or maybe you go you know, all the way to failure because you're ultimately going to get more bang for your buck from doing that. The benefit of holding back from failure is that we can fit more sets in, more exercise in. But if you don't 
have the time to do that, then we can't really make make the most of that benefit. So um, we don't have to push all the way to failure to get the the benefits out of the exercise. But if you, I don't know, if you're doing squats and you're only able to do a few sets of squats a week, then it probably wouldn't hurt to be uh, to be pushing them a bit more. I certainly wouldn't be wouldn't be holding back uh, too much. Again, provided you've built up to it and can can tolerate that sort of intense work. Um, so yeah, that's twenty minutes of podcasting done. Three tips given out. I hope those were helpful. And I'm going to leave that there because I've got other stuff to do, and I didn't have anything else prepared to talk about so hope you found that useful um and thank you for listening if you got this far make sure to subscribe for more content like this every week bar weeks like last week where i uh just didn't get around to it um but that's the first time in many weeks so i think we can let me off um and as always if you're looking for coaching the link is in the show notes Or you can equally send me a message on Facebook or Instagram and we can have a chat about you, your goals, what it is you're currently struggling with and how we can get around that and get you moving in the right direction. So thank you for listening and I will see you guys on the next one.